Hi gang, thanks for downloading this classic episode of News Fighters. Just a reminder, if you're looking for new original episodes of News Fighters, they're now over on the Irrational Fear podcast feed. So search for Irrational Fear on your podcasting app or go to irrationalfear.com for all new episodes of News Fighters. In the meantime, enjoy this classic News Fighters episode. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is News Fighters. Where we fight the news so you don't have to. Hello, yes. Welcome to News Fighters for today, Thursday, the 18th of April, 2019. So to kick things off, let's talk about the big race that everyone is talking about. Cactus the canine just ran more than 200 kilometres through the Sahara Desert, completing one of the toughest marathons in the world. No, no, no. The other race everyone is talking about. Tonight, the supermare bows out in style. Winks finishes with 33 wins on the trot. Okay, yes, but beside Winks's big retirement race, there is a another race on right now which will probably lead to some old grey mares being taken out to the back paddock and shot and that's the federal election. Tonight the official campaign begins. Australia goes to the polls on May the 18th. So it turns out Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison is a big fan of Winks the Horse. They for me epitomise that fair go for those who have a go. And I think that's the story of Winks. Winks the horse really does embody all the true Liberal Party values. She's a product of good breeding. She's not paid a living wage, legally owned by someone else. She gets whipped so she works faster. She lives in a shed without complaining. And if she becomes a loser, she can be legally turned into glue. I mean, this horse is basically work choices personified in a horse. But brace yourselves, the Winx analogies didn't stop there when ScoMo went on 3AW in Melbourne. And you're not going to put a big unit on a horse if you wanted to run fast. And, and that's what the Labor Party want to do with $387 billion worth of higher taxes. And uh, what we're trying to do is making sure we have the correct weight on, on, on our economy, the correct weight on our rider. And, um, and that means that you can have the champions in Australia really do well. I think you actually just heard the closest thing to an accurate election slogan from ScoMo and the Liberals. You can have the champions in Australia really do well. The interviewer, 3AW's Tony Jones, couldn't help himself with the horse analogies either. And just continuing that racing theme, Tony Abbott and Peter Dutton, are they just excess lead in your saddlebags, are they? No, I want to see them. I want to see them in the government. Also trying to report on Winks and the election simultaneously, Seven News' Olivia Leeming got a bit confused with her metaphors. Scott Morrison's hoping to channel Winks and beat Bill Shorten across the election finish line. No, actually, Bill Shorten was on a bus watching the race. Whoa! 
Yes, Bill Shorten there, the guy with the 51% disapproval rating, according to the latest Ipsos poll, gloating about how he's the favourite. After his budget reply speech, Lee Sales quizzed him on this. What would you say to the Australian voter who thinks, geez, I just don't like that Bill Shorten bloke very much. I don't know if I can vote for him. Wait till you meet me. Yes, just wait till you meet him. What a plan. He's going to try and meet every single person in Australia. Well, probably only about 25 million more to go, Bill. Good luck with that. Yes, he's not the best persuader of voters, Bill Short. In fact, even at his budget reply speech, it sounded like he didn't care who people voted for. No matter who you vote for in May, you will get the same tax refund. Yes, good job. What a strategy. Look, to be fair, though, Scott Morrison on News Breakfast also made a convincing argument for people to vote for his opponents. So at this election, the choice is very clear. Uh, You vote for Liberal Party and the National Party, you get me as Prime Minister for the next three years. You vote Labor and you get Bill Shorten. You'll get him for the full three years. And what a choice we have, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody shoot me, please. Meanwhile, Bill Shorten was trying to talk up the Liberals' instability. Well, I think one thing, I guarantee you, if you ever want to have a barbecue conversation with random strangers, talk about the fact that we've had three Liberal Prime Ministers, in fact, five Prime Ministers in the last few years. Yep, sorry, Bill, who, who brought down those other two? Did you forget, did you forget, did you forget that you did them? Did you forget that that was you for a second? Anyway, he's also not known as a master of language, Bill Shorten. Just listen to these two great new catchphrases he's trying to spearhead. But a lot of people said that budget on Tuesday night was a damp squib. Well, what we have is a circular shrinkage. In fact, just listen to what a bad time Bill Shorten was having in his post-budget reply speech interview with Lee Sales. I repeat, Lee Sales. But what we have said, Fran... Now I know what you're asking. What about Labor's policies? Aren't they just all rehashed 90s catchphrases? Well, Bill Shorten also focusing on health, launching Slip Slop Slap 2.0. Yes, building on the success of Vegemite Ice Snack 2.0, Labor has Slip Slop Slap 2.0. And what completely normal way did Bill Shorten go about showing his support? Bill Shorten brings back Slip Slop Slap, applying sunscreen to his face with his knuckles. Yes, sorry, the Billbot short-circuited there trying to imitate human behaviour again. Hopefully he'll be rebooted in time for election night. Meanwhile, in rural Australia, the Nationals, led by Michael McCormack, are not holding back the celebrity firepower with the launch of their election campaign. But dare I ask, what are you holding? Well, I'm holding the Wombat. Now, the Wombat has been on the Nationals' uh, Wombat trail. Every election, when we go on the hustings as the National Leader, we take the, uh, the Wombat with us. Every National Party leader uh, for many years past, right back to Ian Sinclair, as I understand, has taken this wooden animal with us. But uh, perhaps more importantly, I've got Matthew Fraser with me, so he's a little bit more important than the Wombat this morning. But uh, certainly uh, it's great to have the Wombat. Given the feud between Barnaby Joyce and Johnny Depp, I would have thought a better mascot for the Nationals would have been a dead dog instead of a wooden Wombat. Unsurprisingly, the environment is actually shaping up to be one of the biggest issues this election. And Scott Morrison couldn't help but use this catastrophic and very serious issue as a launching pad for one of his trademark comedic impersonations. To borrow our tax, which will be put on by the Labor Party, with carbon credits to Kazakhstan, and I know, it, I know what Borat would think of the Labor's, Labor Party's policies on emissions reduction, Mr Speaker. Very nice. Of course, if Scott Morrison is going to quote Borat, I can actually think of some other quotes that might be more applicable, like this one on foreign policy. Donald Trump, he keep the Mexican children in cages. It's true. <laughs> 
high five. Which also ties in with this one. What is the problem being a racist? I am a racist and that's nice. And I'm sure he's probably even said this one himself. So what I mean that this feminism and of course, this one could apply to the whole Liberal Party. Uh, letting a woman in a politic is like letting a monkey drive a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, bang! Back on the campaign trail and Scott Morrison was doing a street walk in the heavily Korean Sydney suburb of Stratfield when this happened. In the Sydney siege of Reed, his message didn't translate. Yes, ScoMo saying a Chinese greeting to a Korean in Strathfield. Look, to be fair to ScoMo, it is very easy to get confused in Strathfield because every single shop and every single sign is Korean. In fact, I think even the chemist warehouse sells Korean fried chicken. So, I mean, fair enough, ScoMo. It's a bit like Borat said. What is the problem being a racist? I am a racist and that's nice. Okay, that's News Fighters for today. I'm Dylan Bain. Thanks for listening. Check us out. We're on all your podcasting apps and we're on Twitter at News Fighters Pod. We're also uploading the podcast to YouTube as video with all the news clips. Check it out and more at our website, newsfighters.com. I'm Dylan Bain. Keep fighting and bye for now. This is News Fighters, where we fight the news so you don't have to. 